Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome or welcome back to the Thoughts That Manifest podcast. I'm Elle, and I am a mindset and manifestation coach who aims to inspire you to awaken your mind to the limitless potential that is within you. All right, so for today's episode, I really wanted to talk about 12 of some well-known laws of the universe, okay? So these laws of the universe can actually help you co-create with the universe. These laws actually stay consistently the same and cannot be changed. They are not man-made laws. It's truly just how the universe works. And when you learn these laws and allow yourself to work with them, you can actually attract abundance effortlessly into your life and shift your reality, okay? So knowing these laws has actually been a huge game changer for me, and I'm just hoping that this episode can be game-changing for you too and can help you manifest. So let's get into it. All right, the first law is the law of divine oneness, okay? So this is like the foundation, uh, the foundational law which all of the other laws are built off of. And this means that we are all one. Every single thing in this universe is connected. Every thought, action, experience, our words, okay? They are all connected. We are all connected subconsciously. And now, of course, I have my fur friend over here tip-tapping away. Would not be an episode without that, right? So, hello, Titan, and welcome. All right, so, yes. So, with the divine law of oneness, everything we do and say affects the whole, and we need to be mindful of how we use our energy, which is why it's so important to be kind, practice patience, spread love and happiness. And I know it all sounds cliche, but our actions cause a ripple effect, okay? There's this beautiful quote by Nova Lee Wilder. It says, every atom inside of you is connected in some way, shape, or form to the rest of the universe that you move through. The more we show compassion and act in a compassionate way, we have the potential to create a ripple effect of compassion. Do you see what I'm saying? But if I choose to instead do the opposite, then the opposite will transpire. So let's say I'm running late for work and I leave all flustered and upset. So I start speeding and driving recklessly out of frustration. And then all of a sudden I just slam on my brakes because of my reckless driving. I didn't realize, you know, there was like a red light. So all of a sudden I slam on my brakes for the red light. And then this causes the person behind me to slam on their brakes. And now they spilt their drink all over themselves as they were on their way to their first day at their new job. And now my energy is affecting their energy. Do you see what I mean? See how my actions are affecting others? Now, of course, you may have already known this to be true, but when you actually look at it, from a different perspective and realize how a little bit of compassion, patience, it can truly help change the world and collective as a whole. So that was law number one. Now let's talk about the second law or there's a lot of different laws, but let's talk about law two now that I'm going to talk about, which is the law of vibration. So the second law of the universe is the law of vibration, which says that everything has a vibration and is in constant motion, okay? Everything is constantly vibrating and moving. Think about like atoms in science. Nothing is ever still, even when we're just standing still, laying down, okay? What vibration or energy you give out to the universe also gets reflected back to you. So sometimes we may feel as if we are stuck, but the truth is we are never stuck. 
stagnation is just a lower vibrational energy and it usually indicates that you are needing to make a shift or a change to raise your vibration. Keeping your vibration high will attract abundance because low vibrational energy is what pushes that vibration away and causes the illusion of stagnation and feeling stuck, but nothing is ever still. You see what I'm saying? So that's why you always hear the spiritual gurus and manifestation coaches like talk about raising your vibration because you need your energy to be in alignment with what it is you are trying to attract. And we are constantly vibrating at different frequencies. Emotions each have their own frequency as well. Like feelings like happiness, excitement, love, enlightenment. These are all examples of high vibrational emotions. And then of course you have lower vibrational emotions like anger, and jealousy and pain and fear to name a few. Now, of course, this doesn't mean you shouldn't allow yourself to feel these emotions because it's part of our human experience to allow ourselves to feel and then release these emotions. But that's why it's also so important to feel. And then because when we feel these emotions, this actually allows us to release them. If we choose not to feel the emotions, we instead store these emotions within our body, which is contributing to our frequency, okay? So now again, with the law of vibration, things with similar vibrations are going to be attracted to one another kind of like a magnet, which is why when you start to shift your frequency and vibration, you might notice that you lose friends or, you know, relationships because you and the person you used to see all the time are no longer vibrating at a similar frequency. You're no longer in alignment. So when it comes to manifesting, this is a really important law to keep in mind as it will actually help you manifest. So great ways to raise your vibration would be to meditate or listen to high vibrational music or energy healing music, spend time in nature because nature is constantly vibrating at a very high frequency. Do things that bring you joy, get your body moving, okay? And now number three, the law of inspired action. What this universal law indicates is that you must put action behind your thoughts simply thinking your reality into existence will not work. You must take inspired action when manifesting. Make sure your actions are a high vibration that matches what it is you are trying to manifest and attract. Your actions must be in alignment with your thoughts, meaning that it's important to make sure that your actions are supporting the dreams that you have or the goal you vision and think for yourself. Because we are all energy, action is energy and motion, and taking inspired action will also help to create momentum. One famous quote that I love is, nothing changes if nothing changes. And this was something I struggled with for a really long time. I was working as a full-time waitress and this job brought me no fulfillment. I would go home upset almost every night, feeling completely drained and unfulfilled. I always thought to myself, you know, it would be so nice to have a job that I actually enjoyed. You know, maybe I'll have that one day. And I kept thinking these same, same thoughts, but I kept my routine the same. And this got me nowhere. If you are wanting to manifest a new career, for example, then you need to take inspired action towards that thought and dream. So that's what I finally did. One little action can create so much momentum. One day I started pinning on Pinterest and I was pinning content that I felt really inspired by. And that one action to create a Pinterest and pin content then led me to articles on how to start a blog. And I took the action to read and learn. And then I threw myself into teaching myself how to start a blog. And that's what I did. 
I started a blog and then I took action to market my blog. And then it became my full-time job and I was able to actually quit my waitressing job. My blog opened up so many opportunities and created a positive ripple effect for me. So the moral of the story here is that you need to take action towards what you dream for yourself. You can't expect it to fall into your lap. And you have to realize that inspired action has a lot of energy. And if the action is in alignment with your desires, it will create momentum and a positive ripple effect for you. So ask yourself, what action are you needing to take that you've been putting off due to fear or procrastination? I should also note that if you ever feel an intuitive tug, you need to listen to it. Usually there's a reason for it, but also try to know the difference between an intuitive tug and your ego. Your intuition will feel excited and inspiring. The thought will make you feel excited. So that's the kind of um, passionate impulses that you need to follow. All right, so number four, the law of correspondence. This law states that the universe is your mirror. How you feel internally is what is shown to you externally. Your relationships will reflect back to you how you feel internally. If you have unhealed wounds, your experiences and relationships will reflect these unhealed wounds to you until you are able to heal. If you change how you are feeling within, you have the power to change your external life or the reflection. Everything is corresponding to each other. Your consciousness and your life are in direct correspondence. If you listen to any of my previous episodes, I talk about how as a child, I had a really difficult relationship with my dad. You know, he struggled with pain, addiction, and depression, and this constantly kept him on edge. For a really long time, I held on to this unhealed wound, and what would happen was that I was actually creating experiences for myself in my reality that would reflect these unhealed wounds to me. Now, we don't realize we're doing this because it's all happening subconsciously, but I was constantly ending up in situations where people would be yelling and arguing. I was attracting relationships that would make me feel rejected and unloved. But you see, these experiences and relationships were happening because I was creating them subconsciously to trigger me so that I would recognize the unhealed wounds and allow myself to heal and let go of those low vibrational emotions that I was storing within my body. Remember what I said earlier, when we don't address our feelings and emotions, we store them within. And then once those emotions we store get triggered, they come out. Realizing this law has been such a game changer for me. Our external reality is just a reflection of how we feel internally. If you find yourself in relationships where you are feeling unloved or where you're constantly being triggered, then this is usually an indication that you are needing to address how you feel internally. Like, let's say you have a boss that you can't get along with. That makes you want to just pull your hair out. Just take a second to think. What triggers you about your boss and what is this stemming from? How can you do the inner work so that you can get to a place where your external world is reflecting the peace that you feel within? And you know, we are only human. We are living human experiences. Nothing is ever perfect. We are meant to feel emotions and learn from experiences. Once I recognized this, it was actually easier for me to do the inner work. I realized that my dad had his own trauma and his own experiences that he was dealing with. He hadn't fully healed yet. He had a lot of emotions stored away in his body and was reacting accordingly. I don't make excuses for any upsetting or hurtful behavior from others, but I am able to look at it from a different perspective so that I can forgive, heal, and release those emotions and energy. 
And oftentimes, many of us acquire people-pleasing tendencies due to trauma. But the reality is, people-pleasing is sacrificing our internal peace for external peace in that moment. But our internal peace is what actually creates a more peaceful external reality. All right, so law number five, the law of cause and effect. Now, this law explains that nothing is happening by chance. Everything is happening according to these universal laws. Everything is caused by something and has an effect. You are part of this cause and effect web, and you have the power to create the life you desire based off of the actions that you take. The energy that you put out is the energy that you will receive back, and this is also known as karma. You know, they say what goes around comes back around, and they were not kidding about that. So take this as a reminder. Before you act or react, ask yourself, is this the kind of energy I want in my life? One quote that I really enjoy is, your perception of me is a reflection of you. My reaction to you is an awareness of me. If someone is sitting there telling me that, you know, I'm lazy because I make money doing what I love and that I'm not worthy of the money that I make, I could sit there and give them the reaction that they most likely want, which is being upset and maybe saying something mean back to them. But this will just create a repetition of low vibrational energy. Instead, I'm not going to take their perception of me to heart because it's based off of what they believe to be true. They believe that in order for me to be worthy of money, I need to have a job that is seen as a normal societal job that keeps me miserable. But that's not what I believe to be true. Now, I can't control their perception, but I can control my reaction. So knowing that this is just their perception and how they feel internally about either themselves or life situations, I can react in a kind way. I can thank them for their feedback and go about my business. It's easy to want to react in harsh ways when people trigger us, but our reactions hold a lot of power. Don't let people get the best of you. All right, law number six, the law of compensation. Your good deeds are always rewarded. When you are doing good for the world and humanity, you will be compensated as long as it comes from a high vibrational frequency. It must not come from a place of negativity or, you know, let you cannot let your pridefulness or doing things to expect a reward in exchange because that is not how the law of compensation works. You need to do things from a genuine heart and soul. That is what is important. And this is why it's just so important to give because the way the universe works is that there is always giving and receiving. The more you give, the more you receive. But you must let go of the limiting beliefs and mindsets that you have when it comes to giving. So, for example, why should I give to someone else when no one ever gives to me? All right, this is a limited way of thinking. When you are thinking this way, you are actually creating a reality in your mind where you believe no one ever gives to you. So therefore, this is reflected in your external reality. Or, you know, you think, I can't afford to give. When you believe that you can't afford to give, you are coming from a lack mentality, which therefore creates more lack in your reality. I also think people have a misconception that we can only give money, but this isn't necessarily true. We can give in a lot of different ways from food, value, time, acts of service, and so much more, okay? But 
then there's this other mindset that people have, like, I'm going to give so people think I'm a good person. But when you are giving as a way to boost your ego and to make people believe that you are a good person, it's not actually coming from a genuine heart space. And then we also see, like, you know, the mindset of, I'll pay for my friend's meal today because they don't have the money, but they better get me back next time. This way of thinking is not how the law of compensation works. You shouldn't give and expect to receive back. You should just be giving out of the kindness of your heart, all right, and don't expect to receive in return. Working through some of these mindset blocks will actually help you practice the law of compensation. And when you are doing good for humanity out of the kindness of your heart, you will always be compensated when you least expect it. Like for example, let's say you tip your waitress an extra $20 for the holidays because you know, it makes you feel good inside. And then a week later, you get an unexpected bonus from you know your job. That's how the law of compensation works. You see how all of these laws are connected? Now, law number seven, the law of perpetual transmutation of energy. This law is all about how energy is constantly transmuting and transforming. For example, when higher vibrational energies are transmuting lower vibrational energies and raising their vibrations. Like when we go outside in nature and nature transmutes, you know, our low vibrational energy and raises our vibration for us. This law says that you have the power to raise your low vibrational energy to a higher vibrational energy by exposing yourself to high vibe energy, okay? And we do this, you know, through our thoughts and the things that we consume and who we are surrounding ourselves with. Like they say, you are what you consume because everything is energy and is vibrating. When you consume something of a low vibrational energy, this affects your vibration. You see what I'm saying? So when you are consuming content that is uplifting, this is actually raising your vibration. But when you are consuming fear-based media, this is lowering your vibration. And you can see this with foods as well. When we consume high vibrational foods, it helps raise our vibration. And when we fill our bodies with foods that are low vibrational, well then, there you go. Now the tricky part about being a high vibrational being, so I have a UPS guy that just dropped off a package, so my dog's freaking out a little bit, but bear with me, okay, if you hear him in the background. So now the tricky part about being a high vibrational being is that lower vibrational beings that you come into contact with are going to use you to transmute their low vibrational energy but they do not know that they are doing this, okay? They are subconsciously attracted to your energy, which is why a lot of empaths will attract people who are low vibrational and hurt emotionally into their life. As an empath, you are acting as a transmuter of energy for them, which is a special gift, honestly, but because you help others transmute their low vibrational energy into high vibrational energy. But unfortunately, this gift is also hard because you absorb the energy of others easily. And if you don't realize this, you could hold on to others' energy and mistaken it as your own and it could lower your vibration. If you've ever felt yourself feeling really drained after being around a lot of people, then this could be a sign that you are energetically sensitive to the energies around you. Or let's say you are around someone who is in a bad mood and now all of a sudden you feel yourself in a bad mood or agitated. This is why it's so important to ground your energy and actually transmute the energy that you absorb. 
And you can do this through meditation, spending time in nature, and even visualization techniques like visual visualizing a bright light just washing over you and cleansing your soul from any low vibrational energy that you may have absorbed from others around you. Protecting your energy is just so important. But again, remember, you have the ability to transmute your own low vibrational energy too. All right, law number eight, the law of relativity. This states that nothing is good or bad. Society programs us to think this way. Everything just is, okay? Good and bad is a human concept when when truly it's just perspective. Everyone bases good and bad off of their perspective. There's always more than one point of view. Good and bad is based off what serves us from our perspective. And when you recognize this, you can let go of judgment. Especially in today's society, you see everyone fighting over beliefs and opinions constantly. I learned to stop taking things so personally. Like I mentioned earlier about the example of someone thinking, you know, I'm not worthy of money because I don't work hard in their opinion or in their perspective. Truth is, money doesn't have meaning. We as humans give money meaning, so we aren't worthy of money. Money just is. So who is to say who is worthy of money and who is not? It's based off of what you were taught and your belief system. Like, if you grew up in a family that believed you had to work hard to make a living, then you may have a conditioned mindset that believes in order to receive a lot of money, you have to actually work really hard. But if someone else grew up in a family that believed that you can receive money effortlessly through pursuing your passion, then that's what their conditioned belief is, and that's how they will make their money. There is no right or wrong, it's just perspective. Knowing this law has shifted my whole whole perspective, I've realized how conditioned my mindset was and that a lot of my beliefs were just pushed upon me. Like the belief that in order to be successful, you need to go to college and get a degree. A lot of these beliefs stem from society and the corporate world that we live in today. At the end of the day, life has no meaning. We as humans give life meaning, which is a beautiful thing. There are so many different meanings to life. Just like there are so many different meanings of success. What's successful to one person is having a million dollar company, while on the other hand, someone else may define success as waking up happy and healthy every day. It's okay to believe either one because it's your belief. You see what I'm saying? So when you start to realize this, you stop taking others' opinions about you to heart and you start living your life the way that you want to regardless because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. You also learn to stop judging others for their beliefs. It's just a waste of energy. Let it go. All right, number nine, the law of polarity. So I'm sure you've heard of yin and yang. This law states that everything has a polar opposite. You can't have up without down, light without dark, and then there is happiness, but you can't have happiness without suffering. One cannot exist without the other. Without experiencing the pain and hardship, then how would you know what happiness feels like? Without experiencing lack, then how would you know abundance? This is all part of the human experience, which is also how we can learn from mistakes and allow ourselves to get clear on what it is we want in life. We can't expect life to be good all the time. There will always be hard times because we can't have good times without the hard times. There has to be something to compare the positive to the negative. You get what I'm saying? So the next time you look at someone else's life too online or even a celebrity and think, wow, you know, their life looks really great. You know, they probably don't ever struggle. Well, think again because yes, even they experience this law too. 
Everything in life is just a lesson. Just do your best to maintain balance and always practice gratitude because in the end, gratitude is what keeps you vibrating high. Law number 10, the law of rhythm. All right, so the law of rhythm indicates that everything is always changing, like seasons. Nothing lasts forever, so enjoy the good times and learn during the hard times. I think of this as, you know, like earth school. In life, we go through cycles. Everything that happens is always preparing us for the next cycle and change in our life. Once you've learned your lesson, you are on to the next. Any lesson you don't learn, you will most likely have to repeat until you actually learn it which is why we see those triggers and, you know, those unhealed wounds come back up. There will always be ups and downs in life like a wave. Always be grateful during the season of your life that feels good because it's only natural to have a tough season too. And if you are going through a tough season, then remember that it's not going to stay like this forever and it will get better. Allow yourself to embrace the highs and the lows as it will help you find a balance. And when you let go of allowing, you know, external sources to disrupt you internally, that's how you find that balance. But I know it's hard. I get it because we are living this human experience and we have emotions. So then now we have law number 11 here, the law of gender. With the law of gender, this is actually talking about divine masculine and divine feminine energies that exist within all of us. Masculine energy is like your inner warrior. It's your ability to take action and to go after what you desire, uh, creating structure and the more logical side, whereas your feminine energy is your inner healer, your more compassionate side, your intuition and your creativity. Now, the key here is to balance these energies. You want to have a balance of strength, um, balance of taking action with your intuition and creativity and compassion, okay? And the last law that I want to talk about is the law of assumption. This is law number 12 here, and this law states that what you assume will happen in your future will happen for you when the timing is right. Knowing that what you want is going to happen, it's just a matter of time, okay? So this will help you attract what it is you desire because you are stepping into a confident energy that makes you feel worthy of receiving what you desire and aligns you to exactly that. So when you are manifesting, you want to assume that what you are manifesting is already yours and that the universe will recognize this and help you co-create to bring that manifestation into existence. So powerful. You need to to practice this. I promise it will change your life. All right. So these are the 12 laws of the universe that have helped me co-create with the universe and it helped me shift my reality and attract abundance. I really hope that this episode was enjoyable for you and that you found it helpful. If you did, please be sure to share, subscribe, and continue to connect with me on all of my social media platforms at LDuclos, E-L-L-D-U-C-L-O-S. I am sending you all of my love and until next time.